All right, friends, we are back with our podcast here, the family-friendly Fort Lauderdale podcast. I should say greater Fort Lauderdale because we're talking with a lot of folks and we've been doing a series about activities for families, for children in the area. We, uh, earlier this week, I was out at the Florida Youth Orchestra talking to those folks. Tomorrow, I'm going to be talking to Fort Lauderdale Jiu-Jitsu. Today, I've got Nicole Bayona, who's with BP Academy, and we're going to be talking about girls softball here in South Florida. First of all, welcome, Nicole. And it's you're involved in softball at all different levels. So this is going to be kind of fun to chat about development, all the uh, developmental younger leagues, 10 and under all the way up through to uh, I know you're an assistant coach there at Kaiser. So yes. you're seeing all you're seeing play at all different levels, which is which is <laughs> fun to hear about. Yes, I am. Yes, this should be I'm very excited to be here. So thank you for having us. Yeah. So uh, a little bit of background for folks out there. So um, we here at Acton Academy, our learners are from all different communities here in the greater Fort Lauderdale area. Uh, so we have a couple learners that participate in your 10 and under team. And that's how I heard about you guys. They're having a great experience. They, they really love what they're doing. And we follow the children. It's part of what we do here at the school. And so when they were telling me about what they've been doing with you guys, I said, this is definitely something we should share in the podcast. I suspect uh, listeners, readers of the newsletter, that some of you guys out there are looking for fun activities for your children, for your families. This is specifically uh, girls softball from a female-driven uh, organization. So all the way from the board, all the way down to the players. Tell me a little bit more about that, Nicole. What does that? Why is that important to what you guys are doing, and how do you walk the walk behind that talk? Yeah, no, definitely. We definitely are female driven from, like he said, from the board all the way to our players, to our coaching staff. We do have some male coaches as well. Um, it's really important to us to know that females are in the sport that women, well, young ladies are a part of. So you see the late, the girls on the field, but it's easy for them to relate when they see someone doing it as well. And like he was saying, I also am in the college level as well. So when they see a college girl come and help them, they look up, you'll see their big old eyes look up at them and be like, oh, look at her. Like I can do that too. So it helps push them to the next level. It helps them see like, it's okay to fail at this because she did too. And they can see how we can relate to them on different ways. Um, and we just see being able to do that has helped them a lot and push them to the next level where they're like, okay, like it's okay to fail. Um, and it's just a part of the process. And it's just cool to see them get that so early when it is a female. And it's not just, you know, you personally represent Kaiser because of your role as an assistant coach there, but you have other universities here in South Florida that are, uh, participating and con really contributing to the growth because you have different age levels and different teams that, that you're working with at BP Academy. Yeah. So cool thing. I can give you a little example of like last year. Um, I had an 18 u team there last year that I was actually doing travel ball with and they all graduated and they moved on. Some of them are playing in like New Jersey. Some of them are in South Carolina, North Carolina. They're all over the place. But the best part was that they use our BP as a way to get their volunteer hours. Um, and so do the college girls. So what they do is they come in, they help and coach. So our 8U team, oh, they love, they had Delaney and they had Valentina and they were their coaches. 
And when I tell you they were just look at those AU girls, would look at them like, oh my goodness, so happy. They can get them to do more than their parents can get them to do. Their parents would be like, I tell her all the time, but they were like, it's different. You know, but having that ability to have those girls come in and to help them, um, it's a blessing, honestly, but it also helps them too on the flip side because they have to get hours to get their, you know, bright futures if that's what they're trying to do to get into college to help them financially. And then in college, a lot of colleges tell them that you have to do a certain amount of volunteer hours. So that kind of helps us too. And they love giving back to, you know, the sport that has propelled them to where they are today. So um, we have Florida National University in the area. Kaiser, we're about an hour away. Uh, you know, all the NAIA schools and stuff, we reach out to them and they always want to give back. So it's a great thing. Let's talk for a second about uh, Fletcher Park because that's kind of a unique uh, field and space here in South, it's specifically Pembroke Pines. So uh, tell me, tell our listeners a little bit more about Fletcher and, and why it stands out and what it means for you guys as an organization. Yeah, so Fletcher Park has a beautiful softball history. Um, when I first got there about uh, five, five and a half years ago now, you go in that trophy room and you see all those trophies and they date back so like 1980s. And it's funny now because actually our 18U travel team, Gabby, she, uh, the coach uh, for the 18U travel team, she played there. So, um, and she's the new coach there with her team. And I'll never forget the day she came in. She's like, man, it's like, gives me goosebumps, you know, <laughs> being able to come back here and play. And it's just awesome. It gives me goosebumps. Cause I'm like, it's awesome that we give, we have that ability to give that opportunity, not only to her as a mother of it, you know, but now she can see her daughter play there. So it's really cool. The history there is deep with softball. We are the only softball driven complex really in Pembroke Pines completely uh, just softball no baseball no slow pitch strictly softball we have three softball fields um, and then one little 8U softball field as well and we have three batting cages and about six bullpens so the girls can pitch and everything so we have a full complex just for softball um, and it's that's all it's about there. Yeah, it sounds like a gem right there in Pembroke Pines. Yeah. Um, Nicole, before the before we went live, you and I were chatting. Uh, I also have a background in coll uh, collegiate athletics. You guys are doing something that I really appreciate, particularly with younger teams. There's so much pressure in uh, sports, these the sports leagues, uh, to push the children to get into competitive leagues, to travel with their teams, to get out there, to be seen. I understand it. Look, there, there's scholarships and, you know, there, there these, uh, there's a lot involved in that. But you guys are doing something that I really appreciate, which is focusing on the fundamentals, particularly with your younger teams. Can you talk more about what that, what does that actually look like for the players on the field and what their experience, how it flows out of that? Yeah, definitely. So for our eight, tens and twelves, really, because typically when you start getting into, we also have 14 new rec as well. But when you get into 14U, you get less kids um, typically because they start pushing more and more with their travel and everything like that with their travel teams to start getting, you know, looked at. Um, but we we do not have travel teams for 8U, 10U and 12U. And I really push for that um, just because those are the developmental ages 
And just like you said, like, I, I get it. You know, there are scholarships out there and everything, but no one is looking at your kid at those ages. Like they want your kids to get developed. And at our park, you have that ability to get developed. We really focus on, we have every two weeks, I meet with the coaches, I go there and we talk about, okay, how's everything going? What's your team need? And they're like, I need some drills for this. Um, you know, her throwing, how can we fix this? Her hit, how can we get them to see the ball better? So we really, as a group, we come together and we're like, okay, this is what your team needs. And then the blessing I have is my coaches from Kaiser will come and help too. So they'll come, we'll set up a day with like the 8U coach, for example. And we'll say, okay, this is the practice plan for the day and she's going to help guide it. So then when she's not there, the coach that is there, the, the mom, the dad, that's the volunteer coach can say, okay, this is how Coach Shanti said it's done. Remember how we went through this? And then they can do that on days that she's not there. And we do the same thing for 10s, 12s, 14U, and then also for the pitching. I'm a pitching coach, so that's the easy part for me. <laughs> so I can go to each field and say, okay, this is, we'll line them all up. We'll have the catchers or our dad catch for them. And we'll say, and I'll walk through and show them what they need to fix with their mechanics and a lot of the times the coaches have the pitchers and catchers come earlier so they can pitch and catch before actual practice time so that's what we do to help fundamentally help the girls and we'll also have workout days where we'll literally say okay bp workout days we'll do eight and tens and then maybe that'll just be on a tuesday for example you'll come to the field and we focus just on defense and then on Thursday will be for the older girls just for defense. And then the following week will be offense. So just really getting them to develop and learn the game. And like you said, and I couldn't agree with you more, like, yes, it's a very competitive sport. It's getting competitive every year. And it's amazing and it's beautiful to see. But at the same time, when you go, I go to a lot, a lot of showcases to recruit and everything. And I sit next to the Barry coach, the FIU coach. And they're like, man, like she's super strong, but she, she can't throw <laughs> like, yeah, she can throw, but it's not in the right mechanics, you know? So we don't know where that ball's going to go. <laughs> you know, those little things are like, yeah, she's getting the ball, but her mechanics, her triangle through the ball is not there. So it, it stops them from getting recruited, unfortunately, and those mechanics need to happen from the 8U to 12U age. Can they happen after? Yes, but it's very difficult and it takes more time to change your muscle memory when it was done so many years that way. And granted, the kid doesn't know what they don't know, but if as a parent or as a coach, you can focus on developing your team more than driving them to win trophies, you know, like, yes, winning trophies is awesome. And you want to be competitive as a player. But if I'm being honest, as a college coach, I'm not looking at how many trophies you want in travel ball. I'm looking at how, how best can you fit my team? And are you, first of all, the first thing is, are you mechanically sound? You know, are, you know, are you a good person that comes, you know, all those things happen first, but it's not how many trophies or what, you know, did you win this tournament? Yeah. I, you, did you play for this team? I don't really care for what team you play for. You know, are you a good person, you know, and 
are you mechanically sound? Those are like the first two things that pop in my head as a coach. And a lot of times we don't see it anymore. So being able to work on that, you know, at a young age and having a park that just focuses on that and you can bring your kid there to do that, you know, what better way to come and do that? I, I think it's great advice for some of the parents out there to hear because they're, they don't have insight into that perspective of coach and in the recruiting process. And so they're thinking, you know, the competitive level, competitiveness of the level they're playing at is the, is sort of the dictating. That's the main thing that people want to see. And yeah. you're talking about, you know, the mechanics, removing that hitch from your swing, removing it from your throwing motion and, and having fun, like building that love of the game. That's actually going to propel you through older levels when, when you have to do hard things, right? When it gets hard and it's hard to stick with it. So yeah. I, I love that. I love that advice uh, and, and the focus that you guys have adopted as an organization that it's allowing you to grow at multiple age levels and give different uh, service really to, to the different teams at, at what they need most. Uh, Nicole, in a moment, well, I'm going to come back to you. I have a question because I'm really curious about, you know, the big picture, where, where you guys, because, you know, BP, be a prodigy. So you guys, it's part of your name, it's part of your mission, where you guys are going, what you want for your young ladies that are participating on the teams uh, and sort of what the future looks like for BP Academy. We're going to come back to that in just a second. I have to get a quick read in from our sponsor. I'm not going to read anything today. I'm just going to say, look, we're, we're recording today from Acton Academy, Fort Lauderdale. It is our private school here in South Florida. We sponsor... The newsletter I actually have in the background, you can't see them right now, but I have a couple of our apprentices um, that are uh, working on their writing skills. They're working for an opportunity to contribute at what we do. We have over 1,200 subscribers that hear from us each week, whether it's the podcast, uh, features like this, um, the newsletter that goes out with all the cool things that are happening, not just in Fort Lauderdale, but the, the greater Fort Lauderdale area. Um, and one of the great things you described this, Nicole, in the softball earlier as well. What's different about Acton is it's the peer-to-peer -peer learning. When you're learning from your friends, your same age, or maybe a, a, a child who's a couple of years older, and you're looking at them like, wow, you know, they're just, and and equally so for that older child to be, to, to learn the leadership skills, to be the one that's helping someone else get over that hump that they got stuck with. That's really the focus of what we do uh, here at Acton because we don't have teachers. That's I'll, I'll just be upfront with you guys. We don't have teachers because it is a school where we're trying to get the adults out of the way so the actual learning can happen. If it's passive and there's a teacher in the front of the room, you know, that's a hard, you can learn it, but you got to get it pounded into your head that way. <laughs> so uh, that's, that's my spiel today. Nicole, tell us about, you know, BP Academy, you guys have got something going, you got the facilities, you've got the different age teams. What is the big picture that people need to know about you guys? Yeah, I mean, you can check us out on Instagram is BP underscore Academy. And our our hashtag is building a legacy of leaders. Um, and that's what we stand for. And we focus on that with our coaches, with our message of, look, you are building our leaders of tomorrow. And that's important to us being a prodigy. That, that's where it came from. A prodigy, a young kid learning from other women, other people in the sport 
that did it before them. So you are learning from their experiences. You get the opportunity to do that. Not just someone saying, yeah, it's done this way. Someone saying, yeah, I failed that way. So let me show you how you can do it right. And so you can have success and propel you to the next level. So you don't have to go through that. They are your catalysts. So having the opportunity to do that. Academy, why Academy? Because you get to develop here. Right. It's not just, OK, we, you come here, you play travel ball and you keep going, going, going and you get exhausted from it. You get burnt out. And when it comes to the actual recruiting part of it, that's like the part where girls like just really fall apart. And it's unfortunate because they don't know what to do either. So when they realize they have to do all this stuff. But if you develop and you come from a place of fun and love of the game, all of that stuff happens naturally. You don't worry so much about the process because you're just having fun doing what you love. So we really focus on love. Love is a big thing in our in our academy. Everyone leads with love. And because we lead with love, the girls love the game. The girls love to be there. The girls run to the field when they're late because they're like, I don't want to miss Coach Gabby. I don't <laughs> like they want to be there. And so having that ability and having a safe place for them to come, no matter how they're feeling that day have a lot of girls come, you know, different homes, different backgrounds, but they come there and they know that they're in a safe place and they can release everything, all their outside noise and just come here and enjoy what they love to do. If we can do that, that's all we stand for. That's awesome. Uh, Nicole, thank you so much for taking a little bit of time to talk about what's happening at BP Academy. And for the parents out there, you know, if you're, if I had one piece of advice to share with you, it is just to follow your child because, uh, you know, so in our family, we have five children, four of them are adults now. So <laughs> they're, they're doing their, they're cool adults. They're doing their own thing. And, and, you know, you're, you might've loved softball or you might've loved orchestra, you know, chamber music, whatever it is, art, you know, in our adult children, we have an engineer, we have a writer, we have an artist, we have a dog trainer, like they, it's, it's in us as human beings that some things just speak to us and they grab us by the heart. And if it's softball, this is a great opportunity for you. We're doing this series. We're trying to spread the love around and share different activities. Tomorrow, we're going to talk to folks doing martial arts. I don't know what it is for you. I don't know what it is for your child, but follow your child. Let them explore and try different things and see what makes their heart sing and have fun with it. Because if you're having fun, you're going to persevere through those hard times. And Nicole, thank you very much. I appreciate you taking the time. Good luck with the season, with the teams, and uh, we'll have Thank to have you guys back in the spring, maybe hear more about what's going on and maybe talk with some of the players. That would be fun as well. That would be awesome. Yes. Thank you for everything. I appreciate it. All right. Have a great day. Thank you.